Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 575, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. A very happy Friday to you. Welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions, and I answer them for you. Let's get right to today's question as we optimize your life. Hi, Dr. Neil. My name is Dana. Thank you for bringing us such a valuable show. My question concerns VO2 max. I saw this number in my phone's health app, which syncs to the watch I use to record my workouts. I'm 31 years old, and this number is slightly over 40. My question is, what is VO2 max? What exactly is it measuring? And should I care about it? If so, how can I improve it? Thank you so much. Thank you for your question, Dana. Honestly, you have paid me the highest compliment. By saying you find the information I provide useful to you, this is why I keep the show going. I hope that you and others like you find what I discuss helpful always. So thank you for mentioning that. All right, you asked about VO2 max. This term is commonly used in the fitness industry. It's basically an abbreviation for volume of O2 max, where O2 refers to oxygen. So you may wonder, why is oxygen referred to as O2? Well, when oxygen is found in the air as a gas, it's often found in pairs. So if you were to look at the oxygen we breathe under a powerful microscope, you would actually see that really it's two oxygen molecules bound together. Okay, so we have established so far that the V in VO2max stands for volume, and the O2 means oxygen. The term max is actually a bit more obvious. It stands for maximum. So VO2 max refers to the maximum amount of oxygen you can consume and use at a given time. We like to use VO2 max in the fitness industry because the amount of oxygen your body can consume and use at a given time is directly related to how healthy your heart and lungs are. Let me explain. You already know we need oxygen to survive, but we need more of it when we're working out. Our muscles desperately need oxygen to allow us to continue our workouts. 
our brains need oxygen to allow us to continue to think and process. Our heart needs oxygen to continue beating. Where does all of that oxygen come from? And how does it get to all of the areas of the body that so desperately need it? Well, the air we breathe contains some oxygen, along with other gases like nitrogen and hydrogen, which then goes to our lungs, and from there, enters our bloodstream. Once the oxygen enters our bloodstream, we have to rely on the heart to pump that blood that is now rich in oxygen out to the rest of the body. Remember, our muscles so desperately need it when we're finishing that last 100 meters, for example. The better, or said another way, the more efficient your body can do this, the longer you'll be able to maintain your workout. This is why VO2 max is a valid and reliable measure of how well your heart and lungs are working. If your body can quickly and efficiently send oxygen-rich blood to the rest of your body, then it means your heart and lungs are doing their jobs. Or said another way, your heart and lungs are in good shape. I can say this in yet a different way using fitness lingo. You have a high level of cardiorespiratory fitness. These all mean the same thing. So VO2 max, which again is the maximum amount of oxygen your body can take in and consume at a given time, can actually be represented as a number. Once you know that number, you can compare it to values for your age and gender to see how fit you are when compared to others within that same age and gender category. So Dana, you mentioned that you are 31 years old and that your VO2 max was over 40. I'm gonna assume that you identify as female. Now we take that number, let's just say it's 41, and compare it to the norms for your age group and gender. When I look this up for you, it says that your cardiorespiratory fitness is at a minimum average. So Dana, if I assume your VO2 max is let's say 41, it means your heart and lungs are working at an average level when compared to others in your age and gender category. But if it's even higher than 41, you may be in the good ranking or maybe even the high or athletic or if you're lucky enough, the Olympic category. I should also mention that there are different normative value tables depending on how your VO2 max is being tested. I'll actually post some on our website so you can see those differences. The one I refer to for you, Dana, is the one that's most commonly used. Now, on to the second part of your question. How can you or anyone else increase your VO2 max? The best way to do that is to incorporate variety in your training. There are many ways to go about this. Here are some examples. If you normally just do cardio, let's say, add some resistance training. It could be bodyweight exercises, lifting actual dumbbells and barbells, using resistance bands, whatever suits you. Why would this help? It forces your body to adapt to something new. This means your heart and lungs have to respond to this new something. It's something they're not used to. This in turn makes them more efficient, which again is the hallmark of measuring VO2. Another example, if you already perform resistance training exercises, well then think about decreasing the rest periods between sets. Why would that help? Again, you're forcing your heart and lungs to adapt to something new. By giving your body less time to recover between sets, you force your heart and lungs to work harder and become better at supplying your muscles with blood and oxygen. When it comes to cardio, change the intensity. If you normally walk for 30 minutes, jog instead. Now, I don't expect you to be able to just jog for 30 minutes straight. Even if you end up jogging for only five or 10 minutes and then walk for the other 20, that's fine. Why would this help? You guessed it, you're forcing your heart and lungs to adapt to something different. Lastly, as always, be consistent. 
In this case, be consistent with inconsistency, meaning try to mix up your workout routines every so often. A good starting point is to change things up once every four weeks. So if for the last month or so, you've only been resting 30 seconds between sets of resistance training exercises, go back to a longer rest period of two to three minutes. Then after four weeks of following that protocol, change your rest period to maybe 10 seconds between sets. Then do that for four weeks. You get the idea. The same rules can be applied to your cardio routine. If you've been jogging at a medium pace for the past month, start running sprints. I wish you continued success, Dana, and I'm sure you're gonna see that VO2 max number climb in no time. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I can't believe it. That's 575 episodes of Optimal Health Daily. That's all thanks to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your continued support. Have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits.